Hey, what's up, everyone? And welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. I'm your host, Melinda, and I'm joined by my co-host, Carmel. Ah. How's your week, Carmel? Your weekend, rather. My weekend was, it's been good. It's been fun. Um, I don't know what happened to the weather today. It's stupid the hot. The heat, heat wave? It was like oh 95 or something, 97? Yes. And it was, I was getting used to this fall weather. I was LA. getting all layered up. Had my, my nice warm tones. Sweaters and stuff. Scarves and ascots ready to go. Walked out and just dropped and 20 like, pounds of sweat. Wait a minute. But apparently, like this week, it's supposed to go like gradually down. It's supposed to be 50 and rainy by Wednesday. What? It's weird. The world's ending. See, or at least my, LA is. My daughter's like, see, dad, there's global warming. Like, no, because tomorrow's going to be 42. So I, I just think we just, someone's messing with the weather. I don't know if there's global warming, but someone's messing with the weather. Oh, no, are you one of, you don't believe in climate change either? Okay. No, I can't I have this conversation with you. Here's why. Here's oh why. Oh my Here's God. Why. We are, <laughs> see, it's so funny. When I asked you to do this podcast, I didn't know how different we would be in our views. I'm uh, kind of glad that we are because yeah. it does, you don't want it to be an echo chamber, but okay, I will fight you on this. Okay. Fight me. How, how? This isn't even the topic of our conversation now. We already started this argument. How do you not believe in climate change? Okay. So here, here we go. So like when my daughter asked me this question because it was a hot day. She said, see, Dad, that's proof that there's global warming. I go, okay, look up if that was the hottest day on record. It wasn't. So that means it wasn't global warming? Correct. How? Because the hottest day on record would have been that day. It, we, we should have more of those. It still was like 1820 was the hottest day on record. I'm like, that's, that's not global warming. Plus, what proof do we actually have? Because, you know, that's what I always go to. What's the proof? Have you seen proof of global warming? Oh my God. Uh, I'm like, see, too, no, it's not even that we're, this is going to be another podcast topic because we need to, because I'm I can't not, even with you. Right I'm now. not opposed to any of these ideologies. How do you not, theories. there's obvious what's, what's the examples obvious of climate change. Like, just, it, I mean, in the fact that the weather fluctuates, but also when you just look at like pollution and like CO2 emissions and all that stuff, it CO, affects okay. how the earth. Listen, listen, which, what report did you get? That you can look at anything. Uh, where? Online? Where? But like actual where? resources. Where? Okay, we're Say gonna, that again. We're, Say we're, it again. <laughs> Say it again. You're throwing me off here because I'm shocked that you don't believe I need change. tangible I cannot stand evidence. you. You guys. Tangible. Okay. You know what? This is going to be a topic. So we are taking mm. a break after this week because we have <laughs> we have Thanksgiving and then I'm going to Hawaii. I need a break. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's our baby moon. Um, but when we get back, climate change is going to be the topic. Okay, so I, I can't wait for you guys to get in on this conversation because Carmel, there are certain things Carmel and I do not agree on. I didn't know this was one of them, but all right. And look, if you guys want to post some stuff, some evidence that I can look up and actually hold, not just show me something like a video or some report that anyone could doctor. What happened to you? I, I don't know. My mom asked the same thing. What happened My to you? She asked, asked you the same thing. The same thing. <laughs> What happened to you? What happened to you? You turned 32 and something happened. Oh, my God. You just question everything. Which, questioning things is not a bad thing. I think people should I'm not cynical, but I do question. No, I I do question. But if someone shows me something. I think when you reach 50, you're going to be cynical as all get out. I I wouldn't doubt that. (laughs) I wouldn't doubt that. So, first thing I want to talk about is if you don't know about the Rodney Reed case, this is a, uh, it wasn't a high-profile case or a big case at first. 
Um, but a lot of activists and celebrities got involved and it became national news. And I'm very, very glad that it did because I didn't even know about it Mm-mm, until yeah. Sean King, who's a friend of mine, but I also follow all of his work, um, had been posting about it and started campaigns for this specific case. And basically what it was, there was a man in Texas by the name of Rodney Reed who was convicted of murdering a young woman by the name of Stacy Stites. And he was uh, scheduled to be executed on November 20th. The um, evidence um, against him was at best just, I I mean, I don't even, there was no evidence against him if if we're going to be uh, honest. I mean, the only thing that they found was that there was semen found inside of her, but it was found that they were having a secret relationship and she was cheating on her fiance, Um, which, you know, why was the fiance not looked at? But we're going to get to that in a second. Um, and so she was later murdered, and they he Rodney Reed is a black man, uh, Stacey Size is a white woman, and he's convicted of her murder, and uh, he was going to be executed on November twentieth. And I, I mean, I don't know how you feel about the death penalty, Carmel, but I never think that the death penalty proves anything, to be honest. Um, I mean, I know the Bible says an eye for an eye or whatever, but I don't think that killing someone who's killed somebody shows you shouldn't kill people. Like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it, I, it's, it's an interesting, I know a lot of countries around the world don't have death penalty. Right. They have much better, uh, rehabilitation and reform mm-hmm. in their prison yes, system. Yes, 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 yes. Um, which is what prison should be. It which should be rehabilitation be. and yeah, right. absolutely. But Texas is also, uh, notorious for being the most, yeah. um, uh, highest death penalty. They, they are the most high, Capital punishment yeah. giving. And it's of, state yeah. legislation. It's state by state. It's not a federal law uh, What if you can do the death penalty. Right? It is a mm. state by state thing, yeah. which I think it should be a federal thing. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, Rodney Reed, he was, like I said, he was scheduled to be executed. And they got a stay of execution because of the outcry, because of some evidence that came out with the judge that was presiding over the case. Uh, I mean, there's so much that we could dive into, but I do want to touch on a little bit in case you haven't um, heard about this. And if you haven't, I don't know where you've been because the last two weeks is all anybody's been talking about. But um, one of the biggest things for me was looking at the evidence against the fiance of mm-hmm. Stacey Stites. And I'm just going to look up his name really quickly. It was Renell, right? Is his last Fennell? name? I think it's Fennell. Fennell, Fennell. Fennell. thank mm-hmm. you. Um, and he was a former cop who had been recently... Um, arrested and um, convicted of rape. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, convicted of, of rape. And he was a cop and he was fired. And he had so much evidence against him in this case that it was so bizarre to me that he wasn't really looked at no. a, as a suspect. And um, I... It goes to show that, and I know people are like, oh, you always want to play the race card and da, da, da. But this is one of those situations. Rodney Reed is a black man. It was easier to, you know, try him and convict him with, I think he had an all-white jury mm-hmm. um, in, in Texas, I'm sure. Yeah. And rather than looking at a former cop who has a record of domestic violence. It's funny because if you take Rodney Reed out of the equation, I think it's like 98% of the time when a... Person is killed. The first person they look at is their fiance is there, or wife or husband. Significant other. Significant is, other. Yeah, it's absolutely. the first person they look absolutely. at. Absolutely. So not only is that not the person they're looking at, this person has a record, has a history. But because you add a black man into the equation, okay, bam, let's go straight to him. Which In, is so right. freaking. Un- it's 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 beyond amazing because like 
when you when you first said it, it was um, a secret relationship, mm-hmm. and it's a black guy, and he's a cop. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's 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 a wrap. It's it's all it's, it's like all the makings for a lifetime movie. Oh, one hundred percent. Okay, okay. I'm, oh, I got it. I wasn't too surprised after, after all that. And 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 the only reason that Rodney Reed, like I said, was convicted, it was largely based on just his DNA mm-hmm. found inside her. But like we, they admitted to having a secret relationship. Yeah. So and people said, and they had witnesses writing letters like, "Yeah, we knew about Rodney and Stacey's relationship. She was cheating on Finale, blah, blah 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 yada yada yada." So why wouldn't you think that it was him that would kill her? He's like, "You're cheating on me with a black man." Like yeah, it's, it's it's it seems so, it's so obvious. So obvious. It's so obvious. Like I get, he's embarrassed. His own racial uh, and bigotry inside of him is just boiling over. So. And he can't go take that on him, so mm-hmm. I'll take it out on her. So I'm like, oh. and then I've, I've heard some people say, I think his his lawyers were saying that some people were just like looking at it as if there's no way she would be uh, one cheating on Fennell, but cheating on him with a black man. Like that's impossible. Which is like, ridiculous. Are you serious? Have you seen us? And, and there were uh, some affidavits that were found that said that her relationship with Fennell was abusive. So one, why was that not looked at? Yeah. Also, I, before I get back to some of the other facts. He's been sitting on death row for over two decades. Yes, 22 years. And I I think it's remarkable that they were able to get a stay of execution for for now after just a few weeks of this public outcry, finding out that he was going to be executed on the 20th. But like he's still been sitting in that jail cell for 23 years. 20, it's, so That's I, half his life. Right. I think it's the, the program that's helping him. It's called the Innocent Project. Yes, and they help a lot, a lot, specifically of young black men because right. they're the ones that get put in jail the most Far, yeah. for crimes that they didn't commit. Yeah. So as, as the name kept getting mentioned, I was thinking to myself, that's interesting that there's a program or a group out there that's trying to right the wrongs of our judicial system, mm-hmm. which is built to not get it wrong. Like, I don't understand. Like, we have to have a whole private entity out there to kind of, like, audit you because you're that bad at what you're right. doing. Like right. there's hundreds of cases they've they've gotten people off where uh, the judge, the jury, someone did something blatantly wrong, obviously wrong, and they've mm-hmm. gotten them off. I'm like, right. why does why does this even exist? Mm-hmm. Thank God it does because it's helped another person hopefully get off death row. But like this is ridiculous that there's yeah. a program out there that has to fix your mistakes, and you are the largest entity that's supposed to do this for us. Right? Because it, I mean, but we've said this a million times: the justice system in America is not a justice system. No. No. It's not. It's no. not set up for justice. Well, at least for, for Just people of us, color. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I like yes. that. Yes. Justice system is. Right. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. like that. Um, so, yeah. So there were a couple of things. There were witnesses and affidavits that talked about their relationship being abusive. They talked about Fennell's past of being abusive. Um, he'd been arrested for assaulting a young woman before. Like These are things that all should have been looked at. And apparently they did look into him, but the timeline didn't match up. Mm-hmm. And granted, they didn't even arrest Rodney until a year after her death. I did not so, know that. Oh, yeah. So they wow. really were just trying to pin it on somebody. Wow. Which comes to me back when you think about like the Central Park Five, mm-hmm. now the Exonerated Five, you know, and if you watched When They See Us, that's exactly what they were doing. Yep. They just needed to pin it on somebody to to make it seem like they were bringing justice to this victim when they're really not because you're doing it incorrectly. And I can't imagine, well, I mean, 
the woman with the Central Park Rife, she, I didn't like what she had to say when she found out they were exonerated. But I can't imagine personally if I were attacked in some way knowing that somebody was being put in jail that clearly had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. But like, you guys aren't doing your job. This actually isn't vindicating right, me exactly. at all, right. you know? Yeah. Um, so some of the other facts, um, uh, Fennell made apparently a lot of disturbing comments about Sites mm-hmm. and, you know, saying that he was going to kill her, admitting that he did kill her and stuff like that. Still, none of this, none of this mattered because mm-hmm. Rodney was still in jail. Right. They got something. I don't, so like, it's it's funny when they get someone just to match the profile. Like, mm-hmm. if, you know, we, we cast the right person for this. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, just same thing with the Exonerated Five. Like, we don't need to look any further. We have people to fit those holes. We're good. They're in jail. Our, our, our duty is done. And it's scary because Fennell was a cop. So I'm sure everyone from other cops all the way on up understood their role here. Yeah. Like, okay, we had to make sure we take care of our own, mm-hmm. find someone else who can take, you know, take the rap. And it was perfect. The fall could perfectly fall on Rodney because he was messing around mm-hmm. with this guy's wife. Okay, perfect. Uh, now, whether we know or not, Fennell would have killed her some other way because like, he was already abusive. Maybe that would have happened. So maybe Rodney messing around with her, you know, expedited this happening. Or did Rodney or did Fennell use it, have a reason now to kill her? Like, who mm-hmm. knows what this guy's going to do? Because, right. like, evident he was arrested um, sometime after this and was in jail for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, this is a part of his. And he was a cop. This is crazy. He's obviously. Got a record for this, but he still was in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. So like now, I guess he got out, and there's now cops coming forward who are at the funeral mm-hmm. who said they overheard him say, you got what you deserve. Yes, yes, and yes, like yes. He's sworn he's, and, and filled an affidavit that he would he would uh, testify to this in court. So when you get to that point where like your own is now like, no, nah, I'm, I'm willing to come forward on this. And we're still, it's like, we still have to wait. That, that's what bugs me about this whole process. It's like, okay, we have all this evidence mounting, mounting, mounting. And we're, st- he's still in death row. He's still in jail. He's, we still have to wait for this to change, even though it, there's tons of evidence saying it's not him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you can't take him. Like, I understand how the system works. We can't, like, you can't, you know, put him on probation or let him out. But like, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, why does he have to sit in jail? Why can't he be in some kind of like holding place? Right. Where, okay. We maybe maybe we made a mistake. Let's look back, take it out, whatever. And if he's if it's still wrong, mm-hmm. if he did you know did do it, and you determine okay no, um, the charges are upheld. Okay, put him back in prison. But he has to stay in there. Cause like uh, who was it? Um, Doctor Phil was on uh, Sway in the morning talking about this whole case, and he was like explaining some of the the processes and the reprieve and all this. And like it's 120 days to get to this. We had 90 days for that. And I'm just thinking that's just more days. Yeah. Like, I know it's been 22, but this is more time. This guy has to yeah. sit and wait, and he didn't do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. And getting parole denied. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, I get you don't get parole when you're convicted of murder, but, like, there's just, the evidence is what's driving me crazy. But then the other thing, so, yes, so Fennell was in jail for 10 years. He got convicted in 2008 for an on-duty rape. This is what our police officers are doing out there, y'all, mm-hmm. um, for an on-duty rape, and he was released in uh, 2018. So he was just released last year, um, and he had to give up his, uh, obviously, his badge and everything, mm-hmm. um, and, and I, they exchanged that for him to not be registered as a sex offender. What? Yeah. I just, I literally just read, read this. 
says, um, I mean, hold on, let me, let me find it. But yeah, I was wow. like, what? There's no way. It says, 2008 story reported that Fennell agreed to give up his peace officer's license in exchange for not becoming a registered sex offender. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so he's saying, okay, I will give up my right to be an officer mm-hmm. if you take away the stigma, the badge, the the label of being a sex offender. Yes, even though that's exactly what he was. Like, why is, how are those two, I don't understand that. Like, so if he said, okay, you know what, go ahead, I'll register as a sex offender, but I'm going to still be a cop. Like, that makes no sense to me. Why is it not both? You lose the badge and you're a sex offender. It should be both, but, you know, oh you know, they God. bend to, um, to white men, unfortunately. And, and I hate to say that, but that's just kind of what happens. Um, I'm kind of disgusted by that fact, to be honest. Um, that it's, oh. it's pretty crazy. Okay. Um, okay. So I know, breathe, 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 breathe. Because <laughs> uh, honestly, look, if this was a black guy that done this, never. There's, there's no way. They'd be like, you can take everything taken away. Everything. You can get every label branded onto you for sure. And he probably wouldn't be out in 10 years. He wouldn't be out at all. At all. At all. There are people still in jail for marijuana. <laughs> like, of course he would not be out. And, and it's easy to say, like, oh, this isn't just about race. You guys, <laughs> this is about race. Yes. This always comes down to race. You can look at the statistics. These are the actual statistics that Carmel will believe. Um, well, well, hey, well, this, this, this is, that's different. But you look at the statistics of the amount of black men and just minorities in general that are put in jail and how inconsistent the sentencing is for black men versus white men to commit the same crimes. Yeah. This is just a fact. Yeah. This isn't us throwing it out. And it is, I know it's hard. It's like, well, how do you know if it were a black person, this would happen? It's like, because we just do. Right. We just well, do. Well, see, it's funny, because and I'll say this about these stats that I know. You can actually see these. I can go to a prison and look at the inmates. I can look at who got arrested for this and who got arrested for that. How long did you do? How long did you do? And it is like 90% of the time, the black male has a substantially higher charge. Yes. And, and the, yes. the, the amount the of time in jail for the same crime. Yeah. A much lengthier prison stay. All of that, it's not even close. So that we can actually look at. I can mm-hmm. go and see. I know people who have been arrested. And you don't think we can look at that with climate change? No. I'm going to fight you on this. No. So I am blue in the face. <laughs> I'm going to fight you until this earth is burning. And, and I'm going to be like, I told you so. Me. I am gonna be like, I told you so. I'm going to find all the facts that I possibly can. What would you believe? Like, what kind of publication do you believe? Would you believe a scientist's journal? Would you believe? Like, what would you believe? First and foremost. Totally changing the subject. <laughs> completely way off. But first and foremost, my own observation. I'm going to start there. But how is that fact? Because that's all facts but are. You're Literally, not do- facts are things that are tangible and measurable. Carmel. If I can touch it and if I can see it and I can measure it, that is a literal fact. There are truths, things that we generally consider true, but those change. So if you saw... Pluto was a planet... <laughs> We're going to get back to writing hey, Pluto second, was a planet for is- how many years? This is true. They switched it up like four years ago. Okay, they I will give you that. just reversed it back. I- it's a planet again. Who, no, who it gets is it not. The- yeah, they just said it's a planet again. I didn't know that. Exactly. I was confused when they said it wasn't a planet. Though. Exactly. Who gets to say it's a planet? Okay, or not? but what if, if a scientist was like, I went to the center of the earth and it is gradually getting hotter, then you would believe him? Or take, you'd nope, have to he'd do have it. to take me with him. You've got to be kidding yes. me. Well, that's never going to happen. Then I don't, why do I have to agree to it? So you do, do you not believe that stars in the sky are balls of gas? Mm. Unless you go up into the sky with NASA? Uh, yeah. That ain't okay. going to happen. Who can have the NASA discussion? I don't know if I want to have the NASA See, discussion yeah, with you. I don't. 
Did I don't know what's up there. I have no idea. You see the moon at night, right? Right. Do you believe that that moon is there? Do I believe it's a large ball of something? Sure. I don't know what it is. So Rodney Reed. <laughs> with that, because with that, someone mentioned the other day because we had a full moon and like the moon and the tides and the water rises. I'm like, I don't know that that happens because of the moon. How do we even know that? And like the gravitational pull and all that stuff. You don't For, of the moon that's affecting what causes, the waters. Yes. How do we know that? Oh my god, you're gonna make me scream. There how, are theories. There you? are theories. I could. I would have hated to be your teacher. Okay. Here's another thing. When like, did the, what happened to you? <laughs> I what's funny is <laughs> I've asked these same questions to my teacher. I remember when I was in sixth grade. I'm sure you I did. I asked my teacher, "Why do we think people came from apes? Because there are no mid apes walking around. There's no one. There's not a bunch I, of people in the middle. Like if John were in this room right now, he would be so. Over I you. wish because John doesn't have an answer to that either. There's he no, probably does. My husband is very. There are very no smart. people in mid like evolution right now. But we have apes and we have people. I do think that evolution is an interesting concept. I don't think I. I'm, There's adaptation. Listen, I think evolution is an interesting concept, mm-hmm. but it's all about gene mutation. We're not going to even look this way in 50 years. Oh, sure. And they've shown, but that's because genes keep mutating and changing and, and, and DNA that. keeps changing and because we're intermixing and all mm-hmm. this stuff. So that that's, you know, different things are going to happen. That's what evolution is though. But, but no, they're saying that we were once gorillas. Uh, yes. But there's yeah. gorillas here. <laughs> If you have gorillas, what I should see like a gorilla kind of looking like Shaq, but still real hairy. That's what I should okay. see. Can't go. Let's not go there. Because I'm that saying gets into the racial stuff. Or, uh, or I get, under the giant. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But all right, so I gotta put this on the docket. We talk about evolution and climate change. This is and gonna be exhausting. I don't know if I. I don't even know if I want to talk about any of this stuff with you because I'm gonna be like pulling all of my weave out by the end of the conversation. Anyway, so back to Rodney Reed. This case is very serious. I'm very, very happy that all of the work that was put in by people like Sean King and different activists that rallied behind this got it to be national news, were able to help him get a stay of execution. But I hope that the, he is able to get a retrial um, because there's also new evidence that came out that like the judge wasn't in his right mm-hmm. mind or something, mm-hmm. which I'm like, what? And the fact that he even admitted that, I was like, thank God you said something. Yeah. Could you imagine? I'm like surprised that he said it, but uh, my he God. He don't care now. He's, on, He's like, I'm retiring, but I'm yeah, I, right. I wasn't in my right mind when I made this decision. Yeah, anyway, so I'm hoping he does get a new trial and that he does get off of death row and out of jail and, and a lot and of money and a, l- yeah. a lot of money not like this one dude got like a million bucks for being there for 33 years really yeah million dollars see the central park the exonerated five they got a million for every year they were and i was like well, that's, well, that's, that's it's still not enough it's but not enough, but it's, they, okay. it's you know why it's not enough to me for them because you took their childhood away yes they're, that's exponentially worse. Like if it happened to them, like twenty into their thirties, it's like okay, you're still you're gonna experience the same things. Yeah. But like you took their childhood. childhood. Away. They were 12, 13, 14, 15. They're never gonna get those years never. back. Never. If you get out, if you go into jail when you're twenty one, you get out when you're like thirty four. It's like you got some stuff. You yeah. you're, you're fine. You're okay. You know what I mean? It's bad, but yeah, it totally is different. bad. It's all the whole thing was bad. Yeah. But your childhood, I can't. But this man, I mean Rodney Reed, he went in when he was in his twenties. He's forty now. If he gets out, he can still do some stuff that you would do. You're still an adult. It all sucks when you're an yeah. adult regardless. But, right, yeah, yeah. Um, but his mind is formulated somewhere that he even process what happened absolutely, to him. You're absolutely. You're 14 and you have to you process have that? no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, so 
I think people don't realize how often this actually probably does happen. I'm sure there's hundreds and thousands of cases out there that obviously people are wrongfully convicted. And that's the part that bothers me the most about this whole thing mm-hmm. is that it was almost like uh, an accident that people found out about yes. this. Yes. Like, if they didn't, this guy would be dead. He'd be dead. Like He'd be dead coming up on Wednesday. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. that's what had to happen for this to become public uh, news. Like, And again, with the um, Dr. Phil case, someone um, interviewed, someone told Dr. Phil about it. He was kind of like, oh, what is this about? And yada, yada, why are you asking me? And he looked into it, and they were saying, yeah, it's kind of a dead case. And he's like, ah, okay. And he goes and meets the guy, just on, you know, just, I'll go and look into it. Mm-hmm. And he's just blown away. He's like, what are we doing? He's like, I cannot believe this guy was about to be killed. And then now it became his thing. So it's, it's, it is cool how all these celebrities are uh, jumping on and white and black. Yes. Um, on this guy's de- for this guy's defense, but it's like, why did this happen in the right. first place? Why you read is the evidence, so there's no reason it should have even gotten this far. None. Like, what? It's funny to me because like I don't even understand how our judicial system works in a way where they see something and they're still not questioning it. Like it's always been said, right? Uh, guilty, I mean, innocent to proven guilty. Mm-hmm. But and whether it's a race thing or not, it's so often not the case with us. It's not. There's never when when reasonable doubt is is shown in the courtroom, that should be the end of the conversation. Right. But th- they don't really take that into account when it is people of color. It's like, no. oh, yeah, there's some doubt, but let's put him in jail anyway. Exactly. Like, put him in jail, then we'll figure it out. I keep bringing up the exonerated five situation, but all they had was reasonable doubt in that case. <sighs> and you put those boys in jail. Like, I still can't th- can't fathom what happened to Corey Wise. Like, it makes me emotional and want to cry just talking about it. That the fact that he showed up for his friend, for his friend. and ended up in jail longer than every single boy he was in jail for 13 years for just being a good friend. Yeah, and like, I, I, try, I try to like, you know, be spiritual and, you know, I'm like, okay, God has reason for everything. And like, yes, their lives now, they are making a case, uh, making points and, and people know who they are and, and they are a symbol of, of uh, so many different things. But it's like, why did they have to go through that? Yeah. You know, but there's so many people we will never learn about. And never hear about that are in jail for things like that because they were at the wrong time at the wrong place and they just happened to have the wrong skin color. And I hate saying wrong skin color, but it is for these situations. It is the wrong skin color because you don't have, as my friend always says, you don't have the complexion for the protection. Mm, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And I don't like that, but but you know it's the truth. <laughs> but it's true. It's the it, truth. And that's when it's funny when you know people of lighter complexions mm-hmm. are like, and they keep telling us why are you make it about race. I'm like, give me one time when it wasn't. Show me something different. I'm all for it. Same thing I was about climate change. I'm all for the facts. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, a. I'm not against it just to be against it. Mm-hmm. But please show me another time where it wasn't about race, or prove it to me that it's not. Because all the evidence is saying that it is. Mm-hmm. And there's people who just tell you that it is. There are cops. One of the cops said, "Yeah, you know, we put that nigger away." Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, is that not a racial slur? Yeah. What are you not getting? Like this is not. It's like it's. I think like we're making this up, but this is not news. This mm-hmm. is. This is our country. This has been like this for how many 100%. years? This is just how, how we many function. years? Yeah. I get now. We are different, and we are more uh, tolerant. We are more open. A we, little more quote unquote progressive. A little more progressive. We're communal, and I I get that. So we, some people who have probably grown up, uh, maybe in a very progressive home mm-hmm. in a city that was very diverse. Um, black, Asian, Hispanic friends, whatever, mm-hmm. you might be like, I didn't really see that. I don't get it. And maybe your own friends who are um, 
of different ethnicities didn't really experience it. So all of you in your circle, you're kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't really see racism. I, I don't get it. But when we tell you it exists, <laughs> please just trust us. There's no reason for us to make it up. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. It's not something I carry around and like, yo, 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 uh, our family's been through this. My my brother went through that. Yo, we had it hard and we're rising up. I don't want to rise up. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be on top right. with everyone else. Right, right, right. I think the problem is is that a lot of people view progress as the problem being solved. Mm. And that's not the case. No. It's like, yes, we have progressed since slavery. We've progressed since Jim Crow. We've progressed kind of since redlining because I feel like it still happens, mm-hmm. but just not as obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem isn't solved. And, and that's the thing. Like when Obama was elected, people were like, oh, race, n- n- racism came out in full force when Obama was yes. elected. I don't know what y'all yes. talking about thinking that something got solved because we had a half black president. <laughs> that is not what happened. Okay. It made race worse. It yeah. made racism worse yeah. because people's true colors were being shown when they knew a black man was in charge of their country that they were so quote unquote patriotic towards. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Progress does not mean that the situation is solved. And I don't know why people think that would that would solve everything because any other time we've seen a black person enter any industry the first time, that's when it blew up. Whether it's Jackie Robinson, absolutely. Uh, whether it was a Bill Russell, Muhammad in sports, Ali, Muhammad yeah. Ali. Mm-hmm. Anytime mm-hmm. a black person showed up for the first time, oh, it, it was on. It wasn't mm-hmm. like oh, it's okay. I mean, one of the most you know iconic um, pictures in in history is of um, what's your name getting walking to school. Ruby, uh, Ruby D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That okay, so that's the first time a black person showed up at the school. Oh, it's over, it's good. No, no, it wasn't. No, they're picketing a five year old. Right. Like how sad is your life you gotta picket a five year old going <laughs> like, to school? What is she gonna do to you? Like she's going you, like, to school. Like what? I yeah. That's the thing about race that I racism, I should say, that I've never really understood is when it's projected towards a child. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking as an adult? Like those adults in that picture is so iconic, but it's like so disappointing and it makes me feel gross when I see it because I'm like, do you hear are just older white men and women that are holding up signs, horrible signs telling, you know, this little innocent five-year-old girl who's going to school for the first time to go back to where she came from. There's N words on the posters. Like she's what, what did this five-year-old girl, like you said, what did she do to you? What, yeah. what is in your heart? that you hate this girl so much because she was simply born that way. Right. She's five. Like how much of a threat is this person to you? And like, what are you, like, what are you trying to accomplish by writing that on a, on a poster board and showing that to her? Like, mm-hmm. what are you trying to get at her? Like, what do you really want to accomplish? Like you, you're trying to make a five year old feel bad. Like, How good are you? Like, how does that make you feel? How do you sleep at night knowing that? Like, what do you accomplish? Like, if you go yeah. home, but yo, we got that five-year-old girl all riled up, didn't we? <laughs> Man, she was just crying, oh, holding her blankie. Like, gosh. how do you feel good about yourself? I do not uh, yeah, get that. I don't know, but it's it's a mentality that really hasn't gone away for some people. I mean, again, progress has not changed the, the situation, nope. has not made the problem go away. There are people that don't think that way. And the funny thing, when I go back to Obama, is that it wasn't the generation that's racist that voted for him. Y'all are still racist. Mm-hmm. It was the younger generation because they're not putting up with that crap anymore. Right. It was millennials that put Obama in office. Mm-hmm. It was everybody under the age of 40. You know, it was mostly 55 and older that were complaining. Yeah. You know. And now they got their guy. And look how that's working out. <laughs> I, oh, Lord have mercy. Um, 
So, yeah, so when it comes to, to race, when we bring up the race card, as people like to say, mm. it really isn't a card that we're just trying to play. It's just that is a fact to me. Hey, what other card is there to play? Because <laughs> I always hear the race card. Like, is there, are there other cards? That's a very good question. Because I've only heard it brought up with it. I don't hear that. You play the sex card. or you play Well, no, I've card. heard sex card. But it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. It's dumb. It's always in the race card. But the, I get there are people, and I even will say this, that I do feel like some women are like, because I'm a woman. It's like, no. It's actually because you weren't good enough for this or you weren't right for this. But that's another conversation, yeah. too. Yeah. But no, I think people, I think the most you can, that people use, like, the card play is with race and with gender. So, and w- so when people don't like the race card being pulled, Okay, so okay, let's use the gender card. So if a, if a female pulls a gender card and a mm-hmm. male says that, you mm-hmm. put, I think most guys or most people in general look at the dude like, yo, don't you can't do that. Mm-hmm. But no one does that for the race card. No one looks at it all. Hey, hey, look, they, they get to do that. They, they get to have that time. They, they've earned the right. No one says that for us. Well, because I think that, like I said, like in with like you bring up the cases of Rodney Reed and blah blah blah. We're talking about race. People think, well, no, that, that's it's not an issue anymore. I truly think, and like we talked about this last week with Jarrett, um, I think that gender is like gender equality is at higher priority than racial equality. Mm-hmm. So, pe- because people don't think that racial equality is doesn't exist, they don't think it's non-existent, right? Like, and no, also, he was saying, you know, equal. No, no. And I like how he was mentioning how the, and you guys both said this, how the default is white. Yeah. So, like, if it's, if it's a gender issue, it's white females. Yes. It's not all yes, yes, females. Yes. Um, so I think that's an issue with us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which white females get when they're the victims in, uh, situations, they will go to the ends of the earth to pin it on somebody. And if it's a black guy involved, good Lord. Mm. That's why get out is a historical movie. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I need to watch it again. Yeah, I'm not saying don't date white women. I'm just, you know, it's, just, it's a joke, but <laughs> I'm just saying it, it. There are historical aspects to it because you go all the way back to even like Emmett Till. Mm-hmm. He was beaten to death for not even hollering at, at a white woman, and she later came out and admitted that it didn't even happen. So he lost his life. How is she not in jail, by the way? Right. I don't care how old she is. That woman should be in jail. Right. But funny that is still a issue we talk about. That case. I mean, I think something just happened recently regarding that. Like some guys. Shot at his his memorial site well, or something yes. happened. Well, so, the um, there I don't know when, but it's been happening for a while. Actually, they've gone and um, the, some KKK members, white supremacists, they've gone and shot holes in the Emmett Till memorial sign. <laughs> but, 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 the city where um, the memorial is, they replaced the sign with a bulletproof sign and with an alarm. So when they went to do it again, they got a nice surprise. <laughs> And really? it was great. Oh, the video is hilarious. I have to send it to you. Yeah, it's amazing. So they shot at it again, and the bullets bounced back, and a huge alarm went off, and they all ran off like scared little children. It was beautiful. Wow. But, like, why are you doing that? Why are you shooting the memorial of a 14-year-old black boy who lost his life for not doing anything when it was all over the news that this woman lied? Like, what are you gaining from I, that? That's... That- <laughs> Their level of intelligence is, it really shows. Like that's that's at the, that's what part of me sometimes I don't get mad about because I'm like you know what you're just you're just showing your true colors and you're just proving to people how stupid you are. Like like if it was an equal fight, 
like if the rivalry was equal and like we did something to you, you did something to us. Okay, I would understand. Like like in sports, you know, you go and ruin the other teams like Bell, and they come and jack up your statue. Cool. This kid didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Mm-mm. It's his memorial site. <laughs> like, I know. We're shooting oh my his memorial site. Like I, I don't get it. I have a question for you. Why mm. do you think? White people always love to bring up MLK as an example of like, oh, with MLK. Like, why do you think that you get to use his name as, as an example of what we should or should not be doing? Um, I think one, because he was a peaceful protester. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to go to him before like Malcolm X or like a Marcus Garvey or anyone that was a bit more, you know, or black, anyone in the Black Panthers. So he, before he you finish this thought, how yeah. is, how is kneeling? I'm totally going off topic, you guys, but these are just okay. sparking thoughts um, about race and everything. But so how is kneeling not a peaceful protest? It is. So if, we, if, <laughs> if we're in uh, talking about the Kaepernick situation, yeah, yeah, uh, it was a very peaceful protest. Um, and what's funny is guys have been kneeling all the time. For forever, right? Tebow was kneeling. They call it T-bowing or T-bowing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, but the thing is, Cap was doing it for a reason. He was taking a stand by kneeling, which is really interesting. And he knelt because a soldier told him to kneel. Yes. Because he was sitting He wanted down. to be respectful. He wanted to be respectful. And the he guy said, said yeah. I get your protest. I'm behind you being able to protest. Maybe not exactly what you're saying because I don't understand the whole full scope of what mm-hmm. it is. But can you just kneel instead? Mm-hmm. And Cap did it. And it's still a problem. Mm-hmm. So... Well, see, Which that was that brings us to our uh, our conversation that things are about race. It's about race because, like, again, if I think um, Tebow and right around the same time he did it, another guy who was a Muslim mm-hmm. um, knelt, you know, prostrate on both knees after a touchdown or something like that, and he was fine for that. Really? So, and of course, he's a black guy. Mm. So, and then there was just an issue um, in the Sunday night game or Thursday night game where a uh, defensive lineman tackled a, a quarterback. Mm-hmm. The quarterback tried to take the guy's helmet off. He couldn't do it. The black guy, bigger defensive lineman, uh, took the quarterback's helmet off mm. and then proceeded to hit him with it, which was egregious and horrible. He shouldn't have did it. But when you go back and watch the tape, um, the quarterback instigated the whole thing. Mm. So maybe the tackle was a bit much, but it's football, yeah. first of all. right. So trying to take a guy's helmet off is a very, very stupid thing to do. Um, and basically, he wasn't strong enough to do it. And the guy's like, oh, okay, I'll show you how to do it. But he also kicked the guy in the balls and punched mm. him in the balls a couple times. Um, so now there's a big issue going on. Like, well, how come um, the large black defensive lineman got suspended and not the smaller white quarterback? Mm-hmm. Um, now, with this issue, it, it definitely Miles Garrett was more in the wrong. But no one really pointed out uh, Mason Rudolph's issue. And I remember talking to someone about this. I'm like, well, if both guys were black or both guys were white, mm. it'd be totally different. For sure. And I, uh, okay, we're, we're adults. We're smart here. We can understand there is something wrong. It's not like, oh, they're just football players and they're just, no, it's a totally racial issue. Yes. Um, there are certain things where I will correct people on. They're like, well, why are black guys always getting suspended in the NFL? Like when ninety percent of the league is black, so right. that's just the issue. Period. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> it's not going to be like we're over, we're being discriminated against. We just make up the majority. If it's baseball where it's more 50-50, it's different. Um, but it's obvious the issue is a black thing. Um, with Kaepernick now, just having he just had a workout mm-hmm. against Saturday, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh, he's getting a workout. He's getting a tryout." Da 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 da. 
the thing is, the NFL has tryouts every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, he couldn't have had a tryout whenever he wanted to. The fact that the NFL um, gave him a special day and then told teams to go out, to me, felt a bit contrived. Mm, for sure. And I'm like, eh, okay, I, I guess it's nice, but like, the guy is by far better than 64 of the quarterbacks in the league. And somebody said that one NFL executive said, said that he was like an elite player still. Still. Yeah. yeah he evidently that workout was awesome. Mm-hmm. And he, he has elite arm talent. Mm-hmm. He's in great shape. Uh, he's bigger than faster than most any of the quarterbacks out there. Um, and most NFL GMs would give a guy who can just throw decently a contract. Should, yep. Okay. Well, we need a guy third, third string can carry a clipboard and just hang out. That's not Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. So it's just funny. Like, when his protest happened, like if he was out cussing and yelling and screaming, I would understand it. Right. All he did was kneel. He just knelt and, and just he knelt for right. police brutality. brutality. And it makes me wonder if a white football player, let's say they knelt uh, as opposing abortion, what would the reaction be during the national anthem? Yeah. I d- I, I, he I d- wouldn't be suspended. And I, 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 let me right. take that back. Kaepernick was not suspended. I was, I always correct people that he wasn't suspended. He right. just didn't get a new contract. He didn't get a new contract. Exactly. Um, so if, if said quarterback, uh, his contract ended, I'm pretty sure he'd be back in the league the next year. And it was funny. I, I'm almost positive there would probably be some uh, pro-life companies and or corporations, organizations that would get behind him, champion him, have commercials coming out. You'd have to, p- some people who still go pro-choice and da 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 this and that. But it wouldn't be like this. I don't think it so would either. not be like this. And I, I think, think so it's either. it's sad for Kaepernick. And I, you know, I, I appreciate his his um sectitiveness and his his conviction, even um so far as saying like I'm I'm gonna do it my way. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get back in. I want to play. I really I, respect him. Super, I super really, really dope do. guy. I, really I mean, do. he's done. He's put his <clears> mouth, <throat> his money where his mouth is. Mm-hmm. He spent tons of. And people always say, "Well, he wasn't doing nothing before this." Kaepernick has had foundations long. Just because you didn't hear about it, right? You didn't know, so yeah, that's a whole nother issue. (laughs) That's a whole nother conversation. But again, people will ask, "Well, how do you know if it were a white person doing it, it wouldn't be different?" Because we just do, and I know that that's not a good enough answer for some people. But when you've lived this life Mm -hmm. and had this skin color your whole life, it's easy. It's easy to make those assumptions, and honestly, we're correct ninety five percent of the time. Yeah. So listen to the people of color in your life when they say, hey, this is racist or I think this would happen or this is what the situation is, because most of the time we know what we're talking about. And it's not to like be do like the oh, poor is me pity. It's to bring awareness so that you guys know that this is a situation that is still going on. If you care. If you care. Because I think some people will say that to us just because they want us to stop arguing about it. How do you really know? I'm like, if you really want to know, hang out with me. Right. Let's talk about it. I'll show you. Like, just seriously, we will show. It doesn't take so you long. you need to hang out with some scientists in regard to climate change. Hey, you know what? I'm telling you. I'm not letting this go. I, I'm down. <laughs> I'm not letting it go. I am totally down. I need to make a list of things that, uh, we need to just have a, a, a podcast of things that we don't agree on. I, that would be a dope podcast. And also, like, Tesla's talking about, you know, taking us to the moon and all that. I, I need to go. I need to go. You you should go. Because, like, like, how do we know? How do we know any of that stuff? The whole moon so what, landing, you think all, all the stuff. You think all that stuff is just fabricated? Are you one of the people that think that? Are you like Alex Jones level conspiracy no. theorist? See, and Alex Jones, I don't. Because he's like Sandy Hook was fake, and I'm like, there are people that what lost was fake. Their, Sandy Hook. There are people. No, don't start. Children lost their lives. 
That's like you can't do that. I I I don't. Okay, people may have lost their lives. I don't necessarily know how that happened. You're Can kidding. I say that? No. Because look, I'm I'm saying no. There's been several shooting incidents. Yes. Way off topic again. Several shooting incidents where they say this person did this and this happened, mm-hmm. and then you have people who are experts in that field that say that couldn't have happened. One was the um, nightclub, the uh, the gay yes. the gay nightclub. Okay, well, let, but let's take that situation. Let's take that component apart, mm. and let's just talk specifically about the fact that there are children that lost their lives. Sure, I get that. And there are parents that don't have their kids anymore. Yes. That is not fake. That's not fake. That's I, what I, he says. He's saying the kids aren't dead? Oh, he says it's all acting. That's what, And the, he, Sandy Hook parents sued him for defamation in that way. And mm. he had to publicly make an apology for saying he was wrong in saying that. So here's here's my... Your you might be ad- shocked by how far my conspiracy... Critical thinking. I'm already goes. shocked because I almost believe Alex Jones is a plant. I see. I actually wouldn't disagree with you on because that here's because why. he's so far fetched. He's so far fetched that so, it's almost un- that it's unbelievable. Yes, because I think there is some truth to what he's saying, but he blows it up and makes it so exaggerative that if you are in like that circle of believing, I don't think anything happened this way, you get blown out of the water with it. Mm-hmm. For example. There are crisis actors. That's a known thing. Mm -hmm. There's people who say, no, I used to do that. And there's two or three people you'll see at two or three different crisis But people that are dead are not crisis actors. So that's true. So what I'm saying is he will go to the... the And that's the lack of respect that I can't deal with on his part. So he's putting that whole thing, yeah, none of this happened. So if you're in the, like, maybe half that and you're trying to bring awareness to something like someone else did this or uh, there's another group involved with this killing and it's not the person you think it is, you can't now because he made it such a blatantly stupid argument about it. Now, you can't say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's Sandy Hook, the the incident in Las Vegas, which to me was one of the dumbest ones. The mm-hmm. old guy walked in with 15 bags of AR-15s. and How's that guy going to carry all those bags in there? That was a bizarre situation to me, but I actually know people that were at the festival so i agree that see again like it happened people were getting shot yes you can't deny was that it, it happened him is what i'm saying because i've had people who who are in the military who are experts with weapons who have said there's no way one person who's 63 years old could have shot that well and hit that many people from where he was in his room but see then you get into these conversations of like okay well then if it wasn't them why so that's because, a whole other topic. It is a whole other topic. But I will go back to like the gay nightclub, for example. They pinned it on ISIS, mm-hmm. a, a guy from ISIS. And there was a lot of spec- like speculation and then questions like, well, okay, if he was from ISIS, why did he do this? Why did he look like this? Why did he act like this? Or blah, 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 blah. And people were like, well, this just seems like it was in ISIS. Like they're saying it's ISIS so that the fear of ISIS is being uh, perpetuated even more. Yes. Which I can see why people it's, would think I, that. However, like... One of the keyword players that uh, plays for me, uh, I don't want to say his name, but his cousin was shot and killed in the nightclub. So there's definitely collateral damage. Right. That definitely That's happens. what I don't want people to deny. That's See, what that's, bothers me. And that's yes. where, like we're talking about, that's where Alex Jones goes. It's like, oh, these are just fake names. This isn't real. None of these people died. And it's like, no, people <laughs> lost their yes. lives. You want to question how it happened, why it happened? I don't necessarily agree, but I can get that a little bit more. When there's actual evidence that people are dead mm-hmm. you cannot refute that but see that's why alex jones bugs me because he makes the whole argument moot when he says stupid stuff yes like the nightclub thing 
the guy's name is Omar. Can you get a more ISIS Arabic <laughs> Islamic name? Omar. Okay. Walks into the most poppinest nightclub in Miami. And he yells, "This is for ISIS or whatever." He come yells. on. It's like, so, and he has a eighteen like inch a TV, weapon in like his freaking show. It's it's very un- badly scripted. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't walk into any club in L.A. with a gun that size on. Mm-hmm. Like they make take your your phone out. Like if you got it was like in a Florida. Big, but it's the biggest nightclub in Florida. Right, but I'm just saying it's in Florida. Isn't that an open carry state? But he's they they patted him down. Mm. Interesting. You're gonna tell me you can walk in with an AR-15 and they not notice it? It. I mean, look, some of these situations are bizarre. I'm not saying they're all not. of them are bizarre. But the for me, the part that I'm sad about is that people lost their lives. Yes, hundred percent. And that should never be the case and right? I, you shouldn't be you shouldn't go to movie theater and not be able to mm-hmm. just enjoy your movie you shouldn't go to school and not be able to learn you shouldn't go to a gay nightclub and get you know your nightclub on that's just the that's I agree. the end of that uh <laughs> you know like that's just how i feel uh, regardless of how it happened it shouldn't have happened oh we got so off topic today it's all right, it's all right. <laughs> talk about. uh but uh to, to wrap this up i really do encourage you all to look more into the rodney reed case um you can follow mm-hmm. us on uh twitter and instagram and facebook at we need to talk the podcast also follow sean king because he's keeping up to date day by day on this case it's very very important um, and I can't wait to see where it goes next. I really hope this man is just free yeah. because this yeah. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be in jail for a single day more. Um, it's been 23 years of his life lost, and it's obvious that he is innocent. Yeah. It is so beyond obvious. It makes me sick to my stomach thinking about it and just all of the other specifically young black men that are in jail for crimes that they didn't commit or stupid stuff like pot. But that's also right. another conversation. Yes. Um, so we're going to be gone for two weeks, and then Carmel and I will be back with more differences in opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but until then, make sure you follow us. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or um, conspiracy theories, I guess. Yes, post them up. <laughs> I love it. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Yeah. And this episode of We Need to Talk is brought to you by Black Brew, the darkest, richest, boldest coffee anywhere.